Hashtag SAFMBTH. Murder accused Dr. Nandipa Makutumana has laid a case against the Department of Correctional Services. This follows her collapse yesterday in the police holding cells at Park Road Police Station in Bloemfontein ahead of her court appearance earlier. Her lawyer claimed that she was forcefully transported to from Abiza Machete uh, Correctional Services in Kronstadt to Bloemfontein despite having informed officials um, that she's ill. Was she forced to attend court while ill? Was the proper procedure followed? Singabako Ngumalo now joining us on the line. Singabako, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. The department's response to this case that uh, Dr. Nandi Pamakutumane has now lodged. Hey, very good afternoon, Adrian, and thank you for having us. What we're able to state as a department is that we are yet to receive any formal communication from the investigating officer in terms of who are the officials cited having been uh, or fled to have assaulted Mrs. Makutumana? We don't have those details as yet. And um, it is also important to state that Nandipa Makutumana is a remand detainee, meaning that um, he's, or she's only in our care just for accommodation purposes and also attending to other needs. But her going to court and coming back, she's not our responsibility. And what happened yesterday was that we received a notification, as always the case, that the following inmates or remandees would be expected, you know, to be prepared for court appearance. And that was done. And it was clear that Ms. Makulumana, um, once she cited that she was not well, therefore saying that she could not go to court. And the procedure is that if you are saying that you are not well, you therefore must be subjected to a medical assessment by a professional doctor or a healthcare practitioner to then be in a position to issue a certificate if indeed you are not fit to be in court. Then thereafter, SAPS will transport you to court. So there were challenges in that regard. But to go to an extent of saying someone was assaulted, we are not aware of that. What do you mean there were challenges? When she was in court, we are also not privy to that. What do you mean that there were challenges? Uh, When a person says, I'm not well, yet I'm not willing to be assessed medically, then there is a challenge there. Because it therefore says this person is defying an order of court to appear in that particular court. And yet you cannot then forcefully remove that person from a cell and put that person at the back of a, a buggy and then take that person to court. Okay. So so a doctor was made available to her for a medical um, examination, examination and she, and and she and refused. And she didn't want that, yes. Yeah. Did she give reasons why she was refusing? Uh, no, all, all that we have at this stage is that she was not prepared to be examined and... Uh, you know, and, and, and we couldn't force her. Yeah. Okay. But now she argues that um, she was actually forced to go to court and she says that she was dragged and humiliated. Um, what procedure was followed by the correctional services officials or correctional services employees in ensuring that she actually goes to Park, Park, uh, is it the Parkett um, um, Police Station? We, we cannot force an inmate. And I must say that certainly, as it sounds, it's not new and it's not unique. We do have cases where at times our heads of centers are, are then expected to go for court and 
and explain why uh, a remandi is not there in person. When a person decides that I'm not prepared to go to court and you cannot even forceful or hence even at the way in which we are responding to this we're quite careful because there's a case opened against us. Mm. So, and uh, we wouldn't want to put that net into jeopardy. But uh, as a department, the, proce- the procedures are clear, is that people that are cited to appear before court must be prepared for court appearances. If they are RDs, SAPS must pick them up and return them in case they're not placed out. And if an inmate is not prepared you know, to go to court, unfortunately, it has to be reported as such. But going to an extent of dragging someone, humiliating a person, that is not in our code of conduct, and there are other avenues available that you know are to be utilized in such instances. Because if a person does that, they are able to report to court that this person refused, you know, to attend, mm-hmm. and then the court will either issue another order or will effect other means in, in ensuring that this person does appear in court. But then to go in the sense of saying that we even assaulted this person, I think that's really pushing it a bit too far. Yeah. But what evidence did you get from your end as the department to satisfy yourselves that um, all procedure was actually followed? Uh, for us, we are even saying we are waiting for that correspondence to say who who are the officials that are cited to have assaulted Miss uh, Wakutwana. We, we are not even aware of that. Yeah. Because once we had that, we're even in a, we've been even in a better position to say where were these officials at the time of the alleged incident and what was their responsibility. But for now, you haven't satisfied yourself, so you don't know about whether the assault itself has taken place. The, the procedures are never very clear. Uh, in our units, you do not just have your officials, you even have supervisors, who are there also to ensure that things are done the correct way. Uh, assaulting an inmate is a criminal offence. You cannot do that. Yeah, but the rules are also clear that um, the correctional services officials must not have relationships with um, with prisoners or inmates, and that does happen, which goes against your code of conduct as well as as well as as well as the rules. Yes, so so just because the rules are there doesn't necessarily mean it didn't happen. So I'm asking that from your end, what is it that you have at your disposal and evidence to satisfy yourself that this didn't actually happen? The the section where Ms. Makudumana is kept uh, doesn't have um, uh, too many inmates. And uh, I think in that cell it is only four inmates. I can even say that. And uh, the officials with access there, all of them, you know, alone and all of them are there. And they've been there for, for, for some time. And they will know exactly the channels within which they need to follow in case there are challenges. Even the setup of that particular facility uh, will make it almost impossible for one to do anything because the moment the person screams, you know, the corridors will carry the sound or anything. So, uh, you know, as a department, hence we are saying we do not want to say much. Let uh, that um, uh, that information come through to us. Let us see who are these officials who are cited to have assaulted in this local woman, and let us take the matter forward. And if once those have, have been presented to us, we can even start with our own investigation. At this stage, this is difficult when you don't even have people cited to have conducted that particular affair or allegedly. Yeah. Would you have CCTV footage um, where the inmates are loaded onto the vehicles? Um, it, one would have to check if that particular facility does have cameras, but what's happened, you have what you call the loading zones. Mm. That's where inmates will be prepared and they will be uh, um, taken to that waiting area 
that's when the SAPS will take them. But remember, before that, there's also a very detailed process because uh, each time a remandee has to leave our facility and go to court, that person must be released from our system and be admitted when coming back. Okay, thank you so much for your time. Singaba Kongomalo is the spokesperson for the Department of Correctional Services.